Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I guess some of the critics of Premier Ford are now lamenting that he's gone to ground, like he's not present or accounted for. They've closed the legislature until the 28th, one week after the federal election. They damn him when he is there and uh, even when he's not. So how does he win that? However, uh, there have been missives sent his way in regards to policy changes or proposed ones anyway. And that includes a letter from the Retail Council of Canada. And when it comes to single-use plastics like cups, plastic bags, straws, and things like that, the Retail Council uh, wants to change the laws surrounding that so it makes more sense. It's coherent and streamlined, if you will, and far more efficient. In that regard, let's find out what they're on about. Sebastian Prince is with us. He's the Director of Government Relations here in the province with the Retail Council of Canada. Sebastian, have you? it's good having you join the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Yeah, hi there, John. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming on. Just to explain something that uh, made my desk the other day, you want to take this or are purporting uh, that a harmonized approach to single-use plastics is better than the patchwork quilt we've got in different municipalities. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the sum of it. So, uh, so yesterday morning, we uh, we sent an open letter to the Ontario government, uh, asking them to develop uh, a harmonized province-wide uh, effort. And and for that that reason you just said is uh, in other provinces, Quebec, for example, uh, there's 40 different municipalities that have 19 different sets of rules. So if you picture yourself as a as a retailer, you may have a, a couple of stores. If you're a large retailer, you might have a couple of stores in each municipal jurisdiction. Uh, to, to, to govern your each each store by a different set of rules, that's extremely challenging. So, uh, so we reached out to the province to basically say, let's start a conversation. We know there's municipalities tracking to, to different bylaws you know, here in Ontario. Let's try and do this as a, as a one-stop shop for all of Ontario. All right, so tell me what that would mean in simplistic terms. Like, would that mean, for example, a universal plastic bag, cup, or straw ban? So, so we didn't get into that in, in our letter. Uh, basically, what we spoke to is what we thought was a, was a, a useful kind of negotiating process. So uh, currently ongoing, there's a, a discussion around a blue box in our province. So uh, last month, the Ministry of the Environment basically said that they wanted producers of waste to pay for the whole blue box system. Uh, and that's going to be a, a long discussion table that, that's going to be taking place. It's going to be starting in autumn. So we basically suggested... Let's have this this conversation at the same time. We know it's something that consumers really want to see action on. We've we've in other jurisdictions there's you know bans or fees assigned to, to plastic bags or, or other items. Let's raise that conversation there. Uh, we've got all the all the folks who need to kind of weigh in on this at that decision making table. Uh, so let's kind of take a crack at this and uh, and come up with what that province wide solution looks like for Ontario. Yeah, let's go a little more deeply into that one. I was kind of curious when this was first proposed uh, Mm -hmm. several months back, the blue box, for example, you know, where people pay, I guess, to have one of these uh, things from the city. The suggestion is that the manufacturers would assume the responsibility for paying for this waste, no? Yes, yeah, yeah. So so right now, under the current system, it's a 50-50 split. So uh, uh, municipalities uh, pay for, for half of the system and producers the other half. Uh, so that's something that the province basically said, 
uh, at this point needs to change. So uh, this government has been, you know, very focused on producer responsibility for waste. They've basically said uh, the polluter ought to be paying. Uh, and that's uh, the start of kind of this ongoing negotiation process of what that looks like uh, is going to be, be taking place in, 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 uh, in the autumn. So uh, essentially, it, it, we're going to see a move to, to 100% of the costs to, to recycle uh, the, the, the packaging and, and, uh, and waste associated with products is going to be borne by the producers. And what that system looks like, how is it governed, how do we uh, pick up things at curbside, that, that whole conversation is going to be a, a very long uh, discussion, but it's, it's starting in autumn. All right, but somebody manufactures cartons or containers that, you know, food comes in or whatever the thing is. Uh, do you think there'd be pushback from them saying, well, we don't want to assume 100% of the cost then in the uh, recycling process? So it's, uh, it's, it's been a, a, a longer discussion so far, uh, but essentially uh, the, the Retail Council and, and, and the producers, the predominant number of producers in Ontario are actually supportive of this. We've basically said the whole way through that if we're going to have to pay 100% of the cost, we want uh, a stake in the system as well. So, uh, so uh, we've seen in other jurisdictions, you know, if, if, you're, if you recycle in Peel and you recycle in Toronto, those are two separately run systems right now. Mm-hmm. So we've basically said that if you're going to make business pay for this, we need to approach this in, in a typical fashion that business would and try and drive some efficiencies here. So we can, you know, if you're going to charge us 100% of the bill, we want to make sure that that total bill uh, is is being do- uh, being done as as efficiently as possible. So that's that's been part of this 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 dialogue as well. Is that um, as as 100% of those costs shift over to us, uh, control of that system and and trying to generate some efficiencies is also going to be shifting to the producers. Yeah, so my guess, it sounds like this is all uh, done with the intention of streamlining the system, uh, Mm -hmm. as well as going green. Your members are supportive of going green. This is going to reduce a lot of the red tape and regulation? Yeah, yeah. And and we found this government to be very responsive when it's come to burden reduction, especially for business. So I think yesterday's letter was a a great case in point. Uh, we, We issued the letter in the morning. Uh, uh, we had a, a great conversation later with the minister's office, and uh, the minister actually issued a response letter, uh, essentially saying that single-use plastics would be added to the blue box uh, discussion. So that, you know, I think is quite indicative of just how serious this government is on that on the burden reduction file. So, best case scenario, what are you suggesting, Sebastian? How soon will we see this implemented? Yeah, it's 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 too soon to to guess at that. Uh, just because uh, we're still just prepping up for the, the the blue box discussion tables. Now we've had a a number of meetings with our members, and I know there's there's other industry associations uh, involved in this as well. Uh, I can tell you, uh, we know it's starting in in autumn. Uh, it's it's uh, going to be to the minister's office and and their staff to kind of pick the first uh, discussion point. All right, but we could imminently see. Uh... I guess the banning of plastic shopping bags, for example, right across the province. Uh, I, I, yeah, it, it could be that that's one of the the directions taken. It, it could also be, I know, you know, uh, fees on shopping bags have have worked quite efficiently in other jurisdictions to reducing consumption. Uh, it could be uh, any number of things. We've seen policies across Canada that have 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 kind of spanned the whole spectrum. You know, that thing, fees on plastic bags, some people were cynical about that and thought that maybe uh, some of these stores were actually profiting from that kind of uh, a setup. How do you respond? Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I mean, 
Yeah, that is true. Uh, stores, when, when they're, those fees usually have been imposed, they, it, it covers a cost center. So normally uh, businesses do pay for bags, but it does cover that cost center. I, I could say the same about plastic bag bans. Uh, profit actually goes up as well for that because uh, most plastic bags actually do experience a second life as a garbage bag uh, or some sort of other product. So we, we see uh, a garbage bag sales jump when, uh, when there's bag bans. So, I mean, if the goal, hopefully the goal is not to, to harm corporate profits, but, uh, but to actually drive an outcome. And that's, I think, mostly what we've got to approach this with. If the goal is to reduce you know, single-use plastics from the, the waste stream, then what, what works best? And I think that should be where the conversation focuses. All right. So it's a green initiative, and it's backed by the Retail Council of Canada, and the government of Ontario is listening intently and perhaps will affect some changes in the not-too-distant future. Sebastian, thanks for spelling it all out. Yeah, thanks for having me. You got it. Sebastian Prinz is the Director of Government Relations in Ontario with the Retail Council of Canada. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 